Hi, everyone. I'm Gina Yalamis. My podcast is called Urban Shaman. I'm an urban shaman and intuitive life coach, and I specialize in empowering open-minded, highly motivated well-being practitioners, professionals, and coaches to open to more of their full potential by accessing their inner coach. I also believe your purpose and personal success is an inside-out job, access through your own unique, empowered path that you create. You are the one creating your reality and only you have the ability to change it. How you do that is through your choices, managing your energy, and how you define your own success. Join me for more insights into energy medicine, shamanic healing stories, and more as I bring you experiences that will help you expand your own consciousness. Hi everyone, it's Gina Yalamis here, the Urban Shaman, just tuning in to talk more about the Empowered Self-Love Program and the methodology today. And uh, we're up to step three. The, the step is all about receptivity. And we're moving into um, a really refining and gathering of uh, all our parts here. And in terms of the parts that I'm talking about, it's all aspects of you in terms of your personality, in terms of your frequency and vibration, what that feels like and what that um, looks like in terms of what you create in your reality as well. So when I talk about creating your reality, it's you observing yourself and uh, understanding your habits, patterns, emotions, programs, uh, perceptions, and being the responsible observer of those to be able to ascertain what it is that is working for you and what it what really isn't or what it is that you have outgrown in terms of personal development or other aspects in your life and where you want to go with it and what you need to deal with to transcend any fears or barriers or blocks to moving forward. And so the first two parts of the uh, Empowered Self-Love Program, all about ownership and responsibility, which I've talked about on the last two podcasts, and they uh, go into all of that information about owning everything that you are outputting and also what's going on in your inner terrain in terms of the emotions, feelings and your ability to manage those and transcend old stories or beliefs and patterns or replace them or upgrade them I like to call it because then you're upgrading your frequency essentially. So we're constantly in a state of upgrading because that's evolution but there's also devolution that can happen and that's the contraction of energy so everything I talk about is energetic and energy expands and contracts essentially and like the yin yang theory of um, opposites and complements that's what's going on it's a natural formation of waves of energy that move in and out creating um, rhythmic uh, vibrations and frequencies that allow the formation of whatever it is that's being directed by you through your thoughts, words, actions and beliefs. 
So that's the basis of creating our reality. And we're doing that often subconsciously through whatever it is that we are um, harboring within us. It's all about that inner terrain and that's on both a biological and mind level and what's going on with the interaction between the two, whether there's free flow energy between that. And that's where the receptivity step really comes in because becoming receptive is where that intuitive nature that inner coach can really start to uh, connect with you on different frequency and vibrational levels because that's all it is. Energy is literally just that, frequency and vibration, and we're moving through those states. But the only way to understand them is by feeling them within the body, understanding the messages and, um, and observing the beliefs and thoughts and patterns and habits and behaviors that we are actually emitting. So really being the honest observer is probably the only way where you can start to become a master of creating your reality. And so you can then make an impact in so many other powerful ways. And this is where we really move into an empowered state. Um, so the receptivity becomes important because you're diving into those shadows and observing them and you're also observing the light parts of you. So it's not all just focusing on the negative here. You're focusing on all parts. But the trick is loving all parts. This is where we go wrong. This is the biggest, most um, prominent, uh, I guess, issue with most people is being able to love all parts because we're not, um, many of us definitely are not able to receive uh, love on many levels because we weren't uh, taught that or we didn't experience it. So there's no way that we're able to move through it unless we actively start to observe and allow ourselves to be loved by opening those heart wounds and altering and reshaping and shuffling those stories about not being loved or not being able to love or whatever the belief, embedded belief is in within you. And so being receptive and listening to that deep listening to understand what pattern and uh, is it playing out repetitively and what shadows arise and what triggers are um, sending you messages, whether they're physical or non-physical, and so that the intuitive flow for self-healing can take place then um, beyond all of those observations and uh, you start to feel what you need and not think about it because it's a it really is much quicker when you bypass the mind and you can do that through journaling because the heart channel connects uh, through the hand and so to bypass the mind you can actually set the intention to journal with your heart from your heart space and pick up a pen and really imagine what it is that your intuition is saying to you 
um, by remaining and focusing in that heart space and allowing that to flow through your arm, down your hand, to the pen, to actually start to communicate with yourself. And this may sound a bit strange, but it works if you practice this and believe because it becomes automatic, whether it's like the stream, whether you call it stream of consciousness or automatic writing, it does exist for a reason because there's a connection there energetically. And um, if you understand the meridians in the body um, from an Eastern medicine point of view, all of these aspects mean something. They provide um, meaning for all aspects of our well-being and whether that's on the body or mind level it's recognizing that and believing in it so that you can avoid the avoidance so to speak or the disbelief in the in the way that um, energetic pathways connect and how the energetic network of who you are on both a physical and non-physical level, it's all interconnected. And so when you can think more expansively like that, you become more receptive. So that's the refining of what's happening in this stage of being more receptive, of understanding the your current level of awareness and being able to objectively uh, give yourself permission to upgrade the awareness through observation of what's going on within you and around you. And so we're all mirrors. We do reflect many things to each other. It's deciphering those messages and not going into the emotion or drama of the situation, but honestly and responsibly taking that on board to allow ourselves to grow and expand through com compassion and sincerity and understanding and forgiveness and acceptance, those higher vibrations, which I keep rabbiting on about, which is most important, not going into judgment and not going into blame, shame, anger, frustration, where we just paralyze ourselves. And so there's no movement and there's no release. It's allowing yourself to understand the difference, to feel the difference, to know the difference and to act on it. And so that's the innate knowing that is, you know, struggling with itself, but it's more struggling with the mind and the beliefs. And so it's all coming through, but the level of receptivity needs to be able to flow through the higher frequencies, not the... Um, the lower frequencies that uh, will just create stagnation or pain. So defining this uh, receptivity is kind of moving through this, this belief in separation. Um, this is where things are being filtered and we're refining our thoughts and emotions by really targeting them or honing and isolating them from other thoughts and emotions. So... Um, we can then observe them and uh, really accept them for what they are and know that that situation or the trigger that brought it, um, brought it on is able to be released just through intention, through forgiveness, through knowing that you're seen and heard and you're loved. And that's the conversation that needs to take place, a love language for yourself to replace the old stories or of resentment or um, um, projection, or 
blame, shame, guilt, and, and it goes on and on. So to be truly aware of our authentic feelings for ourselves, um, this process of separation has to be, we have to walk through it essentially to be able to understand that we're already whole and it's allowing ourselves to observe the, the whatever it is that we believe we are separate from, whether that's rejection or um, of ourselves or our inability to give and receive love, um, what level of that is holding us back from receiving and being receptive. So uh, often this is the stage where we're experiencing anger, frustration and disappointment uh, towards ourselves and others because it's, there's a mirror happening and rather than... Um, reverting unconsciously back to that old habit of um, the frustration is moving out of that and forgiving rather than um, holding on or clinging to that old story or the past where that just brings that straight into the future. So to be able to rebuild a future, we can't bring the past with us. So it's essential to understand that you have to leave that behind to create a new future where there's um, some amazing uh, creativity and uh, joy and harmony and balance that you can establish. But you have to cut through this uh, other work and feel comfortable doing it, the shadow work, which allows you to um, release those feelings and thoughts lovingly. And they come up moment to moment, day to day, and it, you just get better and better with practice. It's just knowing what to do, that's all. And then you're able to be more receptive because you don't go into the deep judgment. You then allow it to pass a lot more easily and you're able to make assessments on a much more compassionate level. Um, and that's the high-frequency framework that I'm talking about is maintaining that high frequency perception. So um, we then have to ask ourselves, what are we hiding from ourselves? And so that's why it's so important to understand the reflections in front of us and around us and what we're creating in terms of our results and how that makes us feel because that's the, um, the evolution that needs to take place for the self and uh, moving be beyond the rational mind where there's the belief in weakness or worthlessness um, to be able to know deeply that we are already living our joy and we are love and that we're here to serve on a whole other level of um, connection and um, that we are we have a choice to leave those old narratives behind, any painful narratives, in, and move them into greater, um, more um, intuitive and powerful or empowered narratives that help us to evolve and, and uh, create lives that are meaningful and joyful. So understanding that those shadow parts will hold you back by choice because you choose to stay there and to replay those messages and uh, narratives that is a choice and recognizing that may take some time for some people but others um it, it 
there's a light bulb moment. And so this awakening process is different for everybody. So moving through those habits and emotions and stories and memories, essentially, they all uh, contribute to the identity that we hold. And so what does that identity look like? And dismantling that identity is what we're essentially doing to some degree um, to be able to upgrade. And this is a stage of redefining who do we desire to become so that then we can be the best version of ourselves and serve in in such powerful ways and um, help ourselves and others in a much higher frequency. And so this self-discovery process is the beginning of what we're here to do so that it's we're always going to be a work in progress but getting beyond the the um the depths of what we are holding on to is essential so we can rise above and master everything in each moment and so we become really effective and efficient in the way we perceive and, and we're able to maintain higher perspectives and work more compassionately and this benefits us but more so benefits others because it's we our energy is all connected and so the more work we do on ourselves the more actually shifts for humanity essentially and so although it's a personal journey there is a collective journey going on at the same time and knowing that that collective journey is is um, helping the planet and humanity evolve is what we're here to do because we're we're all one we're all in this together and so the more receptive you are the more receptive everyone else around you can be and so it's more the empowered perspective of that and the new narrative or the greater narrative that we're here to help each other and connect to each other on many many levels uh, it's more about maintaining your higher frequency, your higher perspective and allowing yourself to um, evolve and grow and develop on a whole other level. And so we're moving through aspects of our, our identity or splintered fractals of who we are, but we're, we're integrating them at the same time. So this is the redefinition of who we are, but we're, we're defining it as we go through our focused intentions. And so this is where the um, process of manifestation comes into action or comes into play. We are redefining our success based on what we choose. And so what does your success look like and what is it... Um, what level of uh, awareness and receptivity are you able to um, hold in this moment and what can you do to get beyond that? And so everybody's working at a different pace and understanding that we're evolving, but um, it's not a race, it's just a choice. And so working with where you are is essentially the most important thing because the now moment is the creation, the power where we can actually move into higher levels of awareness very quickly. 
And so we want to do that joyfully, essentially, is what I'm saying, rather than in pain or struggle. We're not here to struggle. We're here to live joyfully in connected ways and to experience love on all levels. But the most important love is the self-love because then all other love extends from that. And the love language that we have and are able to develop is what really transcends a lot of the beliefs and thoughts and patterns that are blocking our heart space and blocking that intuitive inner coach, the access to who we truly are. And so understanding that when you start to really talk to yourself in a loving way, every cell is listening, every particle, every atom is imprinted with all our thoughts and beliefs and the language that we harbour within. So really be mindful about what that looks like because if you catch yourself with a, a truly negative narrative that your body is listening to every word and so it's the consciousness behind just that narrative is very powerful and that uh, contraction of energy or the or it can be very destructive uh, depending on what the narrative is and how long that narrative is held and whether it's it can shift and um, uh, upgrade into a higher frequency based on um, your ability to to change that consciously. So redefining over and over and over again, that's the discovery process and um, that's done through your language and I like to call it the love language that we hold but it's also a language of responsibility uh, and empowerment because they go together and I'm always about I always talk about love and fortitude as coming together as one that's where the wholeness can take place because we need both it takes both love and fortitude to get through this this process and this uh, ability to learn to self-heal well and observe and change narratives and be flexible and move into flow to those places where flow is enjoyable and we're serving on levels that uh, allow us to really shine and to experience um, high levels of joy. Um, and that goes deep, that it's not just a superficial level, that goes really to the heart space, the emperor or the empress, where we are then allowing our emotions to be seen and heard so they can be released, so they can be integrated back. And um, this is simply a practice. And you are able to do this consciously, just learning it and understanding how it feels in your body is essential. It's the first thing I do for people is hold space so that they can feel it in their bodies because once they feel it, they then trust. They trust in being receptive to these feelings within the body. They, it's a tangible, um, sustainable feeling and you learn to navigate through those feelings. That's where the self-mastery begins it's, uh, it's not in the head. You're not thinking your way through this. You are actually feeling what it is within the body that is telling you and sending you the message. And you want to translate that message. You don't want it to be 
uh, ignored or um, untranslated. You want to know what's going on and get good at deciphering those messages within and similarly the reflections outside of us so that that then becomes um, such a clear way of uh, being able to really master our own self-healing because that's what we we all can do that we all are intuitive we all have gifts of clairaudience clairvoyance clairsentience it's it's all within us it's just allowing ourselves to go there and connect with it and that is practice it's no different to running a marathon or um starting a new gym uh routine or um being able to uh, swim a certain length, whatever it is that you relate to, it's the same with this inner journey. It requires practice. It requires attention. It requires commitment. And that's where you become empowered and you can be uh, up-leveling to the frequencies that you want and create the realities that you want and desire based on dreams, not based on survival. This is where we thrive, not survive. So understanding all of that putting it together it requires a little bit of effort at first until you get good at this and that's why this program I've developed this program essentially so that you get good at this in this time and you're able to be the master of your destiny because that's what you came here to do to co-create and um and enjoy this life essentially um that's what it's all about and knowing that deeply within you and being receptive and open to those messages rather than the the limited beliefs that the mind can play out or the narrative there that's very limiting um, and transcending that. That's where we're all moving into self-mastery. So hopefully that was really helpful. I will um, continue with more in this space with the, the methodology behind this program and it's giving you some insights about what you will receive and how you will help yourself in many ways and how I help you by holding space and, and, and being the mirror for you in a very powerful way so that you can change this narrative and transcend so looking forward to the next one. I will um, uh, upload that in the next day or so. Take care and uh, have a great day. Thanks for listening to my podcast and I hope you received exactly what you needed to help and inspire you to expand your own empowered path. Please visit my website. It's thenatureofhealing.org if you'd like to learn more about my services. And if you feel these podcasts resonate with you, please subscribe to my podcast or write a review. If you've got any further questions, I'd love to hear from you through email, info at thenatureofhealing.org. Look forward to your company in the next podcast. Take care.